Late Night Conversations Late Night Conversations Monday to Thursday 10pm till midnight Please do allow me to uh, start the steamy and uh, sassy and very sexy closet conversations on the late night conversations. My name is Patricia Dooley. I'd like to remind everyone who's under the age of 18 not to be tuned in right now because we are about to go at the back of that door that no one should be entering unless you're ready for the steam. I'd like to welcome Dr. Baba Luafunda Gamaboza, who is the director of Western Breeze, PTY Limited, and today we are going to be talking about evaluating your personal sexual profile. How are you? Oh, I am well. Thank you so much, Patricia, and thank you very much for welcoming me to the family of your late night conversation on the COVID show. Listen, I know a lot of people are going to want to smack <laughs> us because we're going to start our steamy conversations a bit later than usual, but the topic before us was just, yeah, it, it needed and warranted for us to just uh, stretch it a bit longer. So you and I spoke a bit earlier on, uh, Dr. Gamaposa. We spoke about <laughs> this evaluating your personal sexual profile, and I was like, is there even such a thing? Like, is there such a thing? What are we talking about here? I promise you, Pat, uh, sex is the most beautiful uh, journey and a living organism that we have to continuously going back to check on, on where we are. Now, when we talk of profiling yourself, what do we mean? Are you a giver during your sexual uh, uh, session or are you a taker or a receiver? Now, what is the meaning of this? When you are a giver, this is a person that is mindful of making sure that during the sexual session or during the activity itself or the church, they are making sure that they are giving their best to their partner. Is my partner comfortable enough? Is my partner being getting enough pleasure? Am I performing the right way for my partner? She, is he or is she the one that must get all the benefits before me? Now, that's what a giver is. This is somebody who says, I am mindful of my partner more than I am mindful of myself. And now a taker or a receiver, this is a human being who, during the session, they are mindful of what happens towards themselves rather than their partner. But does this really matter, Pet? Most probably not. But it's nice to know where do you fall in. And as you get to navigate, and nurturing your sexual organ, which is your relationship and your sexual organism. Uh, what you then do is to say, because this is where I fall in, where is my partner? And you'd find that at some point in, one, in a relationship, you can be a taker and at some point you can be a receiver. But it is always very important that you know where you are because this might cause problems in relationships. Pet, it is not a... These things happen where somebody says, I am tired, I no longer even want to have sex with my partner because my partner keeps on just taking from me and I am not getting anything in return. You know, doctor, I'd like you to perhaps give us scenarios of a giver because a lot of us would say, well, we, it's a given take game. We are both in it uh, to win. Uh, we want to reach the ultimate climax. So if I'm a giver, you say I'm more concerned about my partner. What causes this behavior and what are some of the traits sexually? 
Okay. Being a, a giver, this is somebody, let's take, for instance, a simple one, when a Patricia. It's something that sometimes you can be taught. When you're getting married, especially in some of the cultures, my child or my daughter, now you are getting married. We are expecting you to cook in the kitchen, and also you must cook when you get to the bedroom. When your husband says it's time for sex, you don't ask questions. Can you see now, this thing, it has been entrenched in you that you literally have to give all the time. So it's about your husband receiving from you where now you must just be there to give. But of course, people do turn tables around, like I'm saying, because this thing is an art and a science. So as you grow along, you are able to change it. Let me also give another example, Pat. Like, for instance, now everybody's locked down. You can't see your partner. There are partners that will say, I'd like to see a picture of you. I'd like to see a picture of your beautiful baby. If it's got a a code name, then it will be referred to the code name or whatever name. Please send me a picture of your vagina. You will be happy to give and send the picture. But in return, you don't mind even if you did not get a picture from your your partner, be it a vagina or a penis, depending on what entices you. Another one would be, uh, there's a partner that likes uh, oral sex. They want to be given oral sex or they want to give oral sex, but they don't mind if they didn't get it. Okay. Another last example that I would give. Anal sex, as we evolve, is becoming a very big part of sex. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you align yourself with loving a man or a woman, but it's something that people have realized that it is a beautiful part of the sexual journey. Now, what you do is, a partner, let's take, for instance, a heterosexual relationship. A male partner will be say, prepared to say, I am willing to try it on you. And as a female, you will give anal sex. But when you say to the partner, I am willing to penetrate you as well, the partner would say no. So there's a lot of reasons, be it what we have believed about sex and where you are, and you find that most of the time there's genders that have been made to believe that because when they get to winner, you should be a giver rather than a receiver. When I'm listening to the profile of a giver, could insecurities with our own bodies cause that? So, for instance, a woman who's given birth a couple of times or who has uh, stretch marks or cellulite or who feels they're a bit too thin or a bit too fat end up becoming a giver just to satisfy their partner and and not want to explore um, the sexual um, environment because of their own insecurities. Of course. Like I said, a, a pet, this thing is evolving, so it does change. At some point, you can be in the same relationship, be a giver. You find that when you were confident and you felt like your body was almost looking perfect, you were fine. You could explore and do any and everything. At that time, you are even allowing yourself to say, I am willing to be a receiver. For instance, you find women pets, which is a reality, who says to you, after I have given birth, now I feel like my vagina is big and I don't even want my partner to see it. And all of a sudden, so you withdraw from being a receiver. You just feel like I am doing this for the sake of doing. So what I'm going to turn myself into in, in, in sense, I'm just now going to be a giver. Mm. And I'm not going to get anything in return. So, yes, it could also be an emotional journey. Yes, it could be the fact that you have gone through certain stages in your life that would turn you into a giver rather than a receiver. But this is all can be changed 
it's a journey. What is very important is the fact that you need to learn to listen to your body. Once you've listened to your body, then you communicate to your partner to say, now, this is where I'm at. I feel like I have shifted from that position. And once you have to communicate about things and some of the fears that could change where you are, your profile at that certain point in time, then you can regain of course, confidence if Doctor, it had happened because of the fact that you lost confidence. Doctor, let's talk about how we change it a bit later on because yes. I want us to go back to defining and maybe just explaining a bit more on the receiver or the taker. Remember, this is the closet conversation and not suitable for anyone under the age of 18 because we are talking about sex and we are talking about evaluating your personal sexual profile. Now, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can call on 0891-104-207 or 011-714-4045-011-714-2788. Alternatively, you can WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. Remember, those WhatsApps need to be very short, at least a minute or even less than that, so that we can be able to get through all of them. Now, the taker or the receiver... I mean, you say they are mindful of themselves during sex. Isn't this a selfish trait? Yes, it could be taken as selfish, but at the same time, Pat, we need to remember that um, sex is an individual journey worked in unison with other people. But what becomes important is that you need to communicate it. You could, if you are a taker, which I'm just going to take, go through a few things about them. You could say, I have realized I am a taker. I want to take from you. But how could we balance this? So there are times when you will be the taker and there are times when I will be the giver. So you can find a way of rotating this and making sure that both of you do not end up with a partner that is disgruntled because they feel like I am giving and giving to you and you're not even appreciating. For instance, these people, they take us, they enjoy sex fully. Research has shown that takers enjoy themselves, even if they want to go to a position that you might not like as a giver, they will take you there and you'd easily go in with them. And also, they are very comfortable with themselves and they are willing to explore you. And unfortunately, going back to the selfishness again, if you are a taker, it's always very important that you need to take care of your partner because you find that most of the takers, uh, what they do, for instance, pet, we all know that I'm just going to go back to most of the time a heterogeneous relationship where even if before the partner, the vagina in this case is ready and wet, this person, because they have an erection, they quickly want to uh, 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 penetrate. That is selfish. And also when some of these partners immediately when they finish, those are the takers, immediately when they finish or they ejaculate or they orgasm, it's like now the whole church must come to an end. And that's selfishness. And some of these people, even if you have orgasms together, what becomes of utmost importance, because relationships are about creating an environment where you make sure that each and every other's needs are taken care of. At the end, there are people before you know it, Pat, whatever church session you were going through, what happens is before you know it, and you find that your partner at that time, that's when they are most, most probably very vulnerable and they would like you to hold them. So what, that's why then conversation becomes very important to say, even before and after, how do I take care of you so that you don't feel like you have just been a giver and you have been used or abused for somebody else's uh, joy and, 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 and satisfaction? Oh my word. She just won me over the moment she said it. The moment she said it, 
that it is an art and a science. She just, she just, she just completed me right there for a sec. Um, I, I, I used to have, I used to date somebody who used to say I was sadistic in the point that I get off watching someone get off. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I get off watching someone get off. So they, it, it was torment and torture to him. It seemed like it would never end. But yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point to it. It pleases me to please you. That's that's the definition of a giver. To to come to an understanding of the ups and downs of the human anatomy, the human body, and pleasing not just your human anatomy and your human body, but the other as well. On a crescendo type of thing. On a crescendo type of thing. I like uh, anonymous voice note. Uh, <laughs> Doctor, I'm uh, hearing you agreeing. <laughs> You're getting excited. <laughs> I love anonymous. This is just too beautiful. You know how he explains it. I wish anonymous could have called in. Because also anonymous brings another dynamic that I did not t- talk about. That you can be a giver. It's not like when you are a giver, you are now. It's Aram that is just sitting in a corner and not getting any pleasure. There are people, pets, that find the most beautiful pleasure when they see their partner being fully satisfied. Mm. So there are times when you are just like, today it's about me giving it to you to the fullest. And that's where I will find my pleasure. That will, that's where I will find my orgasms. There are people that will even orgasm literally from seeing their partners being fully satisfied. So, so I love that voice note. So, so, so now, um, um, Anonymous has realized that he is a giver, of which it, it could be said to be a good thing. But now, how does one, which one is the best uh, profile to assume sexually, being a giver or a taker? Because there's also merit and benefit of being a taker from what you have uh, explained to us, because a taker knows exactly what it is that they want. In a relationship, you need both worlds. Otherwise, if you are just a giver and you are not receiving anything in return, you could be disheartened. Yes, as much as it's nice to see your partner being fully satisfied and you can see them melting in your hands and you're becoming one with them, but also there's a part of you that needs to be satisfied because we need to remember, Pat, there is nothing that can remove the touch of a human being when they touch beyond the physical and they go to those areas those magic areas in your body that we sometimes refer to as hot spots. So you need both worlds. And there is none of them that is most probably worse than the other. But it is only the human component. It's a human thing, how they receive you when you are a giver or when you are a receiver. That would make it seem like one of them is better or it is worse than the other. But these are roles if you are a planning, because the pets, there's one thing, that's why I refer to uh, uh, this sexual journey as a living organism, as a living orga- organism, because most of the time people just leave it to work itself out. And eventually sometimes it dies a natural death. Or once in a while it keeps on dying and coming back, back to life and dying. And yet if you are consciously sitting and making it a permanent part of your life, then your life will never be the same again. So it's, it's something you always have to think about, something you always have to try and be conscious of so that you can get the sweetness out of it. 
all the time, Pat, let's take a typical example. You, my dear sister, and you have progressed. You know, I, I have been um, um, uh, stalking you because I have been reading and understanding where you've been in your life. Hey, and where you've I'm radio, getting scared. Doctor, been, doctor. I'm getting scared now. <laughs> no, and I thought I can share this a bit with, you, with, with, with the listeners. Yeah. It's nice to see our young people progress and go to where you are. Because you had a plan, Pat. You just did not have sit there. It did not happen on its own. You made it your living organism. Uh, so you had a plan for your career. You have, we all have a plan for our physical body. We want to exercise. We want to be healthy. We have a plan for it. So we have a plan for each and everything. We have a plan for our spiritual lives. Why is it that we do not have our sexual plans? Why do we leave our sexual life to chance that you hope that it's going to bloom on its own? Where are those sexual strategies? Where are you growing to? Today you, you are able to get one orgasm. On a, or, 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 orgasm. When are you going to have a multiple organi- orgasms? How are you planning for it? How are you going to achieve it? So we don't have sexual plans. We just leave it to happen on its own. That's why it sometimes dies a natural death. So even in this case, know your profile. Know how you work around it. That's why Pat, I thought today if we bring in this topic, we'd like to hear from the listeners to say, yes, I am a giver. Yes, I am a taker. I was not aware what I am. Now that I am conscious, I need to go back to my partner if there's anything that maybe I they have felt they were not good enough or they were felt they were just a giver and they have not received anything for me, it's something I'm willing to correct. Well, I'd like us to invite the listeners, whether you're a male, a female, you're in a homosexual relationship or a heterosexual relationship, let's talk. Uh, let us know. Ask the questions that are going to help you uh, understand or evaluate your personal sexual profile so that Dr. Gamma Boza is able to help you. The number to dial is 011-714-4045 714 or alternatively you can call 891 or you can SMS us on 41391 WhatsApp 0614104107 Doctor, before I go to my voice notes, right, I want to find out, now that I know what profile I am, how do I tweak it or so that I best advance my sexual profile to suit me and also to suit my partner now you sit down and say, oh, okay, oh, God, I have been a taker. I've been stealing from other people's children <laughs> my whole life. What am I going to do now? What has made me a taker? Is it something that I can just on my own get off it? Or it, it has just been pure selfishness? Or it has been the fact that the only thing I wanted to explore is myself and myself only? Or if you are bringing anything that's uncomfortable to me, it's either my way or my highway. What kind of a taker are you? Have you been a constructive taker or have you been a destructive taker? So once you get to that point, then you are able to say, well, this is a conversation with yourself. And you know what, Pat? Have this conversation. I even sit in front of the mirror to have this conversation because I'd like to look at myself, especially in cases where I have robbed other people's children to say, oh, Babala, can you believe unto what you have been towards others? Now we need to change this. Let's find, you need to find what is the beauty of this art towards giving instead of taking. Because honestly, I mean in life, uh, as much as we want to take and take and take, but there is nothing as beautiful as 
giving to a human being. You can see, even if you give somebody who appreciates, just a mere apple when they say, I am hungry, I didn't bring lunch today. You can see the glow. You can see the glory that they bring up on their own self that automatically it shines on you. Mm. So you have to find the reason why you are where you are once you've found the reason. And it will be nice that you can have this exercise with your partner so that you can take each other through, especially if during the journey you could have caused some damage within the relationship. There are people, Pat, that will simply say, he is selfish. Once he comes, he forgets about me. Because you can imagine, Pat, if we go to join the together, me and you from Pretoria, and when you get to Midrand, all of a sudden you are finished with your journey and you fall asleep. Clearly, by the time we get to Johannesburg, I want to kill you. And next time when you say to me, Babala, let's go to Johannesburg, I don't want to. Because it's natural. Mm, So if you have mm. caused those damages, then you go back and say, okay, babe, I think I've I've been, I've not really looked in this thing in, in detail. Now let's just look at it together. That on its own, it can build the relationship. Let's use the last few days of lockdown to rebuild our sexual journeys by looking at our profiles and saying, how do we improve them? Let's uh, move to a voice note. Um, good evening. Um, nice conversation. Um, um, I think you need to, as a partner, we, we need to, you know, reach that agreement where we say, man, um, if on that moment or, or or that time, we you know we we wanna um, maybe play uh for for example you understand maybe for four minutes um where you would say okay it's fine two minutes I will come uh, um I will do two minutes and uh, you comp you complete the process um that's what I'm doing with my partner I think and it's so nice we enjoy everything and every single moment of it. Hello, madam. How are you? I'm Nathan K from Bambera. Okay, in my culture, they used to teach us that our uncles are the one who supposed to teach us how to have sex in the bed. But I'm telling you, as I am, in my life, I don't want to sleep with a woman and she failed to come. That thing, it hurts me a lot. Mainly, when I'm going to sleep with a woman, I first ask her, where is your feeling? So that I can stick on that. Thank you so much, doctor. You're going to improve the people's libido too much. Thanks for this program. I'm Nathan K from Bombera. Bye. All right. I love, love, love these testimonies. Let's take a bit of a breather. And then Dr. Babalo, you and I are going to be back after this. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Leading the late night conversations, we are talking closet conversations. So we have shut that door. No one under 18 is allowed. And it's just us adults. And we are talking steamy, 
sexy and sassy stuff. So make sure that you are interacting with us. I've got Dr. Baba Funda Gamaposa, and her and I are talking about evaluating your personal sexual profile. She's given us the fact that there's a giver and there's a taker or a receiver. And uh, we've had some steaming voice notes. Listen, Dog Otela, listen. And it, it, it was from a gentleman. Eh? I love him. I'm loving this. You know what? The very first voice note, that's a high level of planning. It goes to the detail of minutes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I take the first two minutes and then the next are yours. That's a giver. No. That's yeah. a giver. And then the next He's one. He's a giver and a taker. That at this time, this is who experienced this. And this, this time, this is who experiences this. So in this session, by the end of that session, everybody is happy. And everybody is well taken care of. Because I promise you, if there is planning, even if whatever that you were going to do was not well taken care of as per that plan, but the fact that you know that your partner is cognizant of the fact that you are there and they also are supposed to be part of making sure that you are satisfied gives mm. you a lot of comfort and the feeling of being loved. Mm. So, and then the second one, the oh. second one talks about how in his culture, they are taught by their uncles as men how to have sex and satisfy a woman. So they are also givers, but in the same time, also allowing themselves to, to receive. Yes. And in this case, you know, there's one thing I like about the last voice note. He says to me, before I do anything, I ask the woman. You know, there are people pet that behave as if Bazizangoma, they know what is where. <laughs> you can't. You do not know. Only the owner of the body, only the person that resides in that body knows how the body functions. But yes, there are, there are times when you might meet somebody who has not been to that level, who has not mastered their bodies for one reason or another. But this also gives you an opportunity to then start looking and saying, we need, me and you, we need to now start understanding how your body functions. We need to master the body. Because the minute you know those magical spots or those hot spots, life becomes very easy. And Pat, I cannot finish on this one, on this specific conversation, without having to talk about women. To say, Badum, it's not inside, it's on top. It's just there. That's one of your most beautiful magical spots. But I think... Hey, it's looking at you. I think in order for one to, to find out where these spots are and be able to communicate and be able to give and also be able to receive, you'd need to explore yourself. And that opens up a discussion for another time, right? Right? Exploring yourself oh, yeah. as a man as a, or a woman. Oh, that's a totally different conversation that I'm sure will even take us the whole week. But because trying to understand the body, especially a body that has got areas that are hidden, but that, that are so important. Developing that relationship, learning to look. Pet, you know, let me, let me just steal a bit of your time on this one. I always say, especially women, because we have our beautiful muscle that is hidden part of it and where it is sitting is very difficult to see. There are people that don't even know how their vaginas look like. If they were to lose it, pet, my figure police station, there's 50 of them. Babu's with the pet now, which one is yours? There are people that might not even know. Wow. So how are you supposed to then take that call away voice note here to say, this is what is happening and this is how I'd like you to navigate. Mm. 
So I love that voice note that teaches us to say, let's communicate with the person before you even do anything. Know those hotspots or work together to find them. And by the way, they don't end, Pat. And they change with age. You might find that you did not know that uh, uh, your, your, your toenail is one that will give you the, the most beautiful orgasm. You don't know. It is only when you continue to explore. Because remember, your entire body from the toe to the hair is a sex organ. And so each and every one of them, and it might change today, it might feel like this, the following day it might be a magical sport. So it's an ongoing journey. Let's look at some of these uh, voice notes and WhatsApps. So remember, you can call us on 011-714-2788, or 011-714-3945. And uh, this one says, how does a man become a receiver from a woman anally? I hope I am making sense here. Doctor, you did mention this a bit earlier on. <laughs> How do you become a receiver anally? Remember, Pat, in the past few weeks we have touched on this one when we were talking about toys, adult toys or love toys. We talked about the fact that, and we also touched on the P-spot, which is the prostate spot. Now, the prostate spot is easily accessible through the anus. And again, it is not very far, just two phalanges of your finger, of course, a clean finger, sometimes a gloved finger, or most of the time, because we always promote safer sex. And that's where you find it, inside the anus. And it's one of the most beautiful spots for men or magical spots. Now, how do you then access it? You can either do that through the finger or you can go through a process that we explained when we're talking about the toys, a process of pegging. Now, pegging, this is where your woman would wear a strap around the waist and insert a a, a toy, uh, either... um, a dildo or a vibrator and then they can penetrate you so in this way you will both of you be the woman will be the giver and you will be the receiver Okay, and then Anonymous here says, hey, sure, it seems I enjoy sex so much. I even fantasize about sneaking to the other room where my partner's friend's sleeping during visit. Is it wrong? And he also continues to say, uh, I want to do it every time I get a chance, but my partner and even my previous ones complain a lot. Is this a giver or a taker? Sounds like a, a, a taker. Um. This is somebody who is a taker, who his fantasies, because he looks like clearly he really wants to act on some of these fantasies. Fantasies are good. There are some of them that are healthy that you want to act on, Pat. There are those that you feel like this one will be destructive. And clearly, if then it happens all the time, it's something that he needs to really look into and maybe even seek assistance with. Because honestly, you do not want every time when your visitors come into your house, now when you want to sneak around. So there's two factors that he brings here. Clearly, he is a taker. Mm, okay. And But he is, it's, it's a very high risk kind of a taker where now his fantasies are leading to even potential breakdown of relationships. 
Now, Mandla in Christiana says, Hi, Patricia, I'm a giver. Always from my previous relationships, ever since I was 18 years old, girls used to tell me one thing up until now that I know my story when it comes to sex. I take from around 35 minutes to 45 minutes in the first round. Listen, Mandla, if it was your girlfriend telling us this, then I would believe you. For now, we'll just say, okay, Mandla, okay, okay. Doctor, let's take a bit of a breather on that note before we come back to Craig, who's in Bulugwane. Remember, you can also interact with us by calling us on 011-714-4045 or 11 You can send us a WhatsApp on 614 We are talking, evaluating your personal sexual profile with Dr. Baba Halwa Funda Kamaboza. Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations on the Late Night Conversation with me, Patricia Ntuli. We are talking, evaluating your personal sexual profile with Dr. Babalwa Funda Gamaboza. And on the line, I've got Craig, who's in Pulugwane. Craig, thank you very much for holding. How are you, uh, Patricia? I'm and, excellent. How are you? And Dr. B. Yeah, man. Look, uh, what a nice uh, topic. I, I, I just want to check from the doctor. Doctor, the, the, my, like, for example, my, my, my girlfriend, you know, it's not somebody who, who likes to, to talk dirty and do dirty things. She's always, I don't know whether she's uh, <laughs> afraid or what. And, and and I don't know how to you know to enter her you know in in maybe to to incite her so that she can she's somebody who's just reserved but uh, I don't know what, what what can be done you know if I find that sometimes I'm trying to be to talk to her, maybe uh, to, to, to 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 maybe to to do something but she's reserved she she, she looks afraid and I, I don't know which which part what she that really to and you know, as a man and and I don't want to threaten her. I don't know how, how what, what can be the problem with it, or maybe what can I do? You know, so. uh-huh. Thank you very partner, much. Who, yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's a long time I've been with her, but uh, I, I, I don't think she, she she's not somebody who's maybe open. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Craig. Craig let's allow doctor to respond. Yeah. Um. You, you know, our caller is raising an issue which. Uh, also would need a, a different show altogether. That why is the partner reserved and unable to be talking about sex and the sexual journey, and most probably even claiming for the sex uh, when using the word talk dirty. There could be a number of reasons for this which needs to be looked at and deciphered. But of course, this is might be due to the fact that your partner generally, there's a lot of myths to say there's a certain language that is meant for certain people. There's a certain way in which you need to carry yourself. You cannot be saying certain things. Our upbringing and our social uh, 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 spaces that we are we, we grow up in have got a very big contribution towards who we become as sexual beings. And this is not the first time you experience this. This has always been there. Research has shown that it mainly happens with people that grow up in certain spaces, mainly in in rural areas. But 
we have seen there is a lot of improvement in how people carry themselves. Because as we grow and we get exposed to information, these behaviors changes. You might also find that he is generally not an outgoing person. Or she might have had an experience that has led her to thinking that sex is not a good thing. It should not even be talked about. Uh, so there is a lot of reasons that could lead to this kind of behavior that need to be then untangled. If you wish, because clearly on your own you did, you are unable to win and at the same time you don't want to push your partner, please um, approach uh, somebody professional. It could be a psychologist. It could be a clinical sexologist and be able to untangle this because there is nothing as beautiful and sexy as communicating about your sexual journey because it's the only way you can get it right i always advise communication 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 and then other things comes afterwards but i do get the call of uh, uh, frustration uh, when you want to to talk about those things and prepare your partner because you also need to remember pet that communication and talking about sex is one of the most important things in preparation for sex you can even develop your code names where even if you have gone to a party when it's time for you to go home and do your own things you can say you know what it's time for us to go and work in the garden and nobody knows what you are saying so the communication is very nice and it prepares your brain even when you are at work on the days when you have your date nights on the days when it's time for your streaming sex days you can talk about it and clearly because the mind is the biggest organ that you need for sex it will assist you okay doctor before we go to the voice notes i'd like to ask you one question we are talking Uh about the sexual profiles of people and we are putting it in relation with relationships that have been long-standing so marriage or long-term relationships what about one night stands and casual casual sexual partners do you have to have the same compassion or um you know understanding of your sexual profile if you are engaged in these um, for one night stand, of course, it's just something that happens at that time. You don't have time to negotiate who wants what and who does what, so you just do that on that day and it's finished. But for casual relationships, it depends on what you want to achieve and for how long are you keeping that casual relationship. These are some of the realities that we get to see as people evolve and transform. And also, they don't want to get into these permanent relationships, but they still would like to have somebody that they'd like to keep. Like, for instance, you get uh, uh, things like... Uh, uh, NSA, which is just your partner that you are just having sex with and you're not going to have a formal relationship. But if you are planning on keeping this contract for a long time, yes, at some point you need to understand who does what. Otherwise, if you do not understand that now you're continuously being a giver and a giver and you're not getting anything in return, you become disheartened. And also those casual relationships can collapse and die a natural death. So yes, if it's going to be long enough, prepare for it. Know where you are. Let's go to the voice notes. Now, here's a question. Here's a question. We let's do Port Elizabeth. Um, here's a question for your guest. Why is it that um, when you go past like the eight minute, the eight minute mile of just watching your woman come, after that she'll never get you past four minutes? Why is it that your guys don't like to fully transcend the last transcendence you just went through it's like you put blockades and it's just weird it's flipping weird and that's when i just gave up i just gave up. i was like okay because i thought i clock away i was allowed you clock away but it's like no you can't you can't you can't fight the final boss and i'm like hey i'm bruce lee i want to enter the dragon and just 
But yeah, but why though? Why won't? Why, what is it? Oh, it's the. It, just answer me. Is it the marriage thing? Is it the marriage? What is it? Before I, f I forgot something, um, um, a quick question. Um, is it possible that you, you know, you can win someone, um, just because of how you, you know, you operate the machine or you drive the car, based on your driving skills? Actually, I will listen. Good evening to you, Patricia and the doctor. I just want to find out what more can you do when you have already articulated, I mean, and your partner is not quite there as yet. What more can you do? I mean, because it's, it's literally falls down, I mean, your penis. Uh, is there anything you can do more? from I think the saddest thing that we're actually realizing with this show as guys is that uh, we have been taught absolutely nothing growing up by our friends, by our past experiences. We're actually realizing now on the show how important it is to know one's sexuality and we appreciate it. We're going to have a lot of happy women now because of the show. Big up guys, Anonymous from Durban. We're anonymous from Durban. Thank you very much. And it's not only about uh, men being educated, it's about women as well feeling liberated. And I just so wish mm. the sisters would come on and just say a thing or two. I see there are some uh, messages from the sisters. I suppose they want to stay anonymous. But because yeah. of time, let's get to it. So uh, Vusila says, why do women not get beyond that four minutes? You know, like, yeah, she'll, she'll give you that, ah, I've, I'm there. But then it doesn't go further. I guess Anonymous is dealing with uh, takers most of the time. So once they are finished, they feel like, hey, you know what, let's close the shop. Now I am done. They don't want to take him to to the end. But this is something that can also be looked at. Once uh, it, I'm finished and I don't feel like maybe I want penetration anymore, we could look at what else that we can use to make sure that we take you to the end. It could be your oral sex, it could be a use of toys, it could be anything. Because other women, immediately after they come, they get so sensitive, they don't want any penetration anymore. So this is something that could be bridged this other ways. But another thing, because we're talking about this, sex as an art and science is that you need to plan to such a way that, that I know now my partner is going to come. Maybe you can withdraw at that time so that you can find a way of coming together. Then that closes that gap. Mm. Um, and then the second one says can you win a partner by giving her, you know, great sex? In other words, being that guy who takes control of this vehicle. Of course, but also you just don't want to be the only one who is taking control and sex is nice and complex. There's other things but of course, there are women that say, uh, uh, if the machine is not working well, or if you can't drive me well, I'm not going to be able to take uh, the relationship forward. But at the same time, it's not a just, just about you giving. It's a two-way street. It's also the woman that is responsible for her own sexual freedom. So you should also give her space to be able to grow and explore herself when in your space. And most probably even utilizing your body as you exchange each other and enjoy each other more.
our time is like gone, right? I know. But I let's think. <laughs> okay, so um, this other guy says, what more can a man do to satisfy the woman? I mean, and make sure that she comes because other women just take forever. It's the same thing again. We could be utilizing fingering. You could be using your toys. You could be, you know, we've got the most beautiful thing, the time battle. And what we are dealing with most of the time, if by the time you have ejaculated, your partner has not come, just take advantage. You're the clitoris is there. It's not inside. It's not. On, it's on top. It does not need any penetration. It just needs you to work it out nicely the way you have been taught by the owner. Oh, pet! I almost cried with the last uh, voice note that you uh, you read. Mm-hmm. And I also, on behalf of our listeners, would like you to thank you so much. I think this is a very educational uh, 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 show, and I've been listening to you now, even on other topics that you take me through. We really appreciate you and your team. And indeed, I do agree with. The, with the, with anonymous, and it's very unfortunate that men fell, and even women that they have not been taught much. But you have given us an opportunity to improve our lives, and that it doesn't end here. That now, what we did not experience as children, that we could make sure that those that come after us would have better lives. Definitely. And uh, these are issues that uh, touch our everyday lives as adults. And we need to face them, you know, face them head mm-hmm. on so that we are better at everything that we do. And sometimes, you know, it's the small things that we do that create those uh, circles of happiness. Doctor, we have spent over three minutes of our time. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm sure next week we're going to come together. There's a lot of things that I'd like us to talk about from us explaining how do we get to that point of getting to an orgasm um, oh, and uh, the differences between uh, squirting and creaming and all these oh, terms oh, that I don't oh. know much about. And I'm sure a lot of men and women alike don't know much about. So let's talk about these things in the near future. Thank you very much for your time. Is it's there getting anywhere? hot already. I'm getting heated for next week. <laughs> Pat, an apple a day keeps the dentist away and an orgasm a day keeps the doctor away. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much. And uh, with that, I'd like uh, to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. It's been an awesome. Actually, today marks exactly a month of us being on air. Exactly a month of the late night conversation. And we really appreciate each and every one. Unfortunately, at times we can't get through to all the voice notes and the messages and the calls because we get... Uh, you know, so excited and we run out of time. But we appreciate all of you and we do hope that we can engage in the near future. Remember, every conversation we have on the show, you can um, go back into it and listen to it via our podcast on our website, www.safm.co.za and follow us at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. Nduli. Let's keep these conversations going and uh, don't forget that hashtag SAFMLNC from the team, Finias Ndoba Zoleka Kodashe, Rekotso, Benzito Rekotso, and myself, Patricia Nonkulegonduli. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.